Our podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you have not heard about Anchor, it is the easier way to make a podcast. It's free, and they give you great tools and resources. Download the free Anchor app on your phone, or go to anchor.fm to get started. A-N-C-H-O-R. That's Anchor. That's Anchor. Hey guys, welcome to a very special episode of Hoops R Us. Like I said in my last episode, there has been so much drama. Today, my co-host is my dad. And so in this episode, we're going to be talking about the Joker getting eliminated by the Suns. We got Kawhi Leonard leaving the recent game with an injury. And we got Trey Young tying up the series. We got LeBron changing his number back to six. And last but not least, we're watching live right now the final four minutes of the Bucks versus the Nets series. So stay tuned for an exciting episode of Hoops R Us. So the first series, well, since we're watching it live, let's head off on the Bucks versus the Nets. So we got Giannis. He is on it, guys. Like, on it. And Kyrie just recently had a sprained ankle and... Finally, James Harden is back for Game 5. Well, finally, KD having a, you know, superstar next to him. Uh, What are your thoughts about that? Well, let's talk about this for a second. So, are you telling me that Kevin Durant couldn't get past the Bucs on his own? No. The Kevin Durant, the best offensive player in the NBA he can't do it without another Hall of Fame superstar next to him. He can't get past Giannis and his little band of misfits. I mean, in my opinion, no. Because it's not like it's Giannis by himself. And don't get me wrong, Giannis is the center of attention. But you also got Chris Middleton over there. So technically, it's two against one if you think about it. And don't get me wrong, KD's a He's a freaking beast. He, he, he is doing his job, though. He's scoring 30 every game. Is he? <laughs> is he? I don't know. Something about Kevin Durant and LeBron James is very similar. They sure. cannot win by themselves. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I'm going to agree with you on that. Because... They always had their superstars next to each other. KD had Curry and Clay. Right now, KD has Kyrie and Harden. LeBron has always had a freaking super team behind him. I think you're right, actually. And now they come to their senses where, oh, now I have to be by myself. I mean, don't get me wrong, Harden's back. But I think they can't win it by themselves. And if another player gets injured, they're done. How is uh So Harden does not look like the Harden in this game how's he looking so far in your opinion yeah i think he's struggling right now i mean in general though harden has not been looking you know like his old self in the nets and i think you know he's just not on it he's not his mvp game right now and he kd's not getting enough help right now yeah but harden also changed his game on purpose when he joined the brooklyn nets as well so let's also be honest because 
he, yeah, he may not look like himself, but he also changed his game because of KD and Kyrie Irving. And so far this game, looking at the stats thus far, Harden has made one shot out of 10 attempts. Oh my gosh. One shot out of 10. Wow, he changed his game a little too much there then, don't you think? <laughs> of which eight have been three-point oh attempts. Oh my gosh. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. James Harden has three points. Oh my God. And I want to say this. Who the heck is guarding James Harden that good? And right now, looking at it live, James Harden has already flopped like five times, guys. This is unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, who is guarding James Harden up to the point where he has three points? It is the fourth quarter, final four minutes of the game. This is unbelievable. This is crazy. I'm telling you. Um, first of all, there's also the fear that they might have brought James Harden back too early again because KD could not do it on his own because by James Harden not playing like the James Harden we all know, it shows you that he is not fully healthy. And that's just a fact. And the same thing happened with Anthony Davis. If you remember in that Lakers series, mm -hmm. Anthony Davis came back and he was out in the first five minutes of the game. So <laughs> this is risky. I think I get it. I mean, obviously, you want to have James Harden out there because it gives you the better chance to win. But does it? Or does KD just need to step it up and, and have one of these role players step up? He's got Blake Griffin. He's got um, he's got a couple of three-point scorers around him. You know, he, he's got to step up and be that superstar that carries the team past the Bucks. That's true. That is true. But then again... I, I think physical-wise, of course, James Harden is back. He can easily play a full game. I think it's mental, though. Right now, James Harden is not on his mental game. He, I don't know what's going on with him right now. He's just not on it. He's just not on it, though. Well, when you're a superstar and your body is not doing the things that it's supposed to be doing at the speed that it's accustomed to be doing it, it's going to play a role in you uh, mentally as well. So... Let's see. Let's see if they could pull this off, but it's not looking too good. It's, it's, right now, we're looking at it. This, is, this game is tied 104 apiece with less than two minutes left. But I have to say this. Last time I checked the score, they, the Nets were down by 20. So KD is doing his job right now because now it is tied 104 to 104. Yeah, but what, the other scary thing that's tied is this series... And if mm. Brooklyn does not get the rack together, oh my. they might be going fishing. <laughs> That's true. And that would be wild, though, because it's pretty rare for this super team to, like, not make it to the championship at least. And I, I know, man, Harden's just not on it. All right. So, so we'll come back to this one. We'll keep a close eye on it and uh, keep our listeners uh, updated. So uh, what else you got? How the other games turn out during this uh, during the round two? So the Clippers are down. Were down by two zero, and if, well, Kawhi and Paul, well, <laughs> excuse me, Kawhi worked his magic and found a way to tie the series. But we have a very concerned injury since Kawhi has just left his recent game, which was yesterday against the Jazz, with an injury. I think that's that's a little risky for the Clippers, especially right now if they just only just tied the series. I mean. If Kawhi's out, like, they could easily win the series. Yeah, and what kind of injury was it? I want to say it was like a hamstring injury. And oh, boy. I saw him limping in the court. 
it was crazy. It was like, and then he had to sit on the bench for like the next five minutes of the fourth quarter. Yeah, the Clippers still pulled off the win, but it was it was crazy, man. Oh boy, oh boy. Well, that's scary news because if Kawhi can't go, that's gonna be <sighs> that's gonna be tough. That is gonna be tough. But um, I think it comes down to what exactly the injury is. I think we've got to keep an eye on that because if it's just, you know, something day-to-day, then maybe it's not so bad. But um, I'm not sure. I've got to get more details on what this injury was. Yeah, I mean, you never know, though, because some people thought Kyrie was going to be fine. Look at him now. He's missing a whole game, very important game, where James Harden is finally back. I don't know, man. I think Kawhi, he, he can be out for long. You never know. Let's look this up. Let's go to the Google. Um, <laughs> so looking at the latest scenario, and, and this was a, uh, a knee injury. So, so looking at our sources here, this was a knee injury in the fourth quarter of game four. And uh, Kawhi Leonard's feedback was, I'll be good. You could, you could almost picture him saying that too in the most serious yeah. face. I'll be, oh. oh my gosh. KD just made a clutch shot right now. KD just hit a crazy three-pointer with 50 seconds left. He's got 46 points, 16 rebounds, oh. 10 assists. But the Bucks battle right back and get a <laughs> dunk on the other end by, by Lopez. 107-109. Oh, my gosh. This is crazy. So, so yeah, so back to that um, that Clippers series. Um, I think Paul George actually stepped up. In the last game, he, he did his thing. Uh, I think he dropped 20, 30 points or so. So he was there. Uh, but he has really fallen into the role of a role player. He is really like, um, you know who he reminds me of? Huh. He's like Middleton in the Bucks. So he is not like a second superstar as we expected that he would be. He is more of a second all-star that may disappear once in a while. But may also drop 20 once in a while. But it's inconsistent. You, you don't know who you're going to get. And at this point, what I have noticed about Kawhi, he's not waiting for no Paul George. That Kawhi's like, give me the ball. Get out of my way. And if I feel like it, I'm going to pass it to you. If not, get out of my way. <laughs> I feel like that's exactly how James Harden is, though, as well. This guy has three. I'm going to go back to three points. Listen, Sander, we don't know. He's injured. <laughs> You know, so he might be there just for show, you know, because him on the court, it still stresses out a defense. I mean, you've still got to respect them. You can't just leave him open or, or like double off of him or something. True. So at the end of the day, he's there and he's probably better than whoever they had before. Obviously, if the Bucks were able to tie the series up. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Paul George, though, he has not been injured. And to be honest with you, I just hope the Clippers don't do another choke drop like they did last season. And... Who was it before the season that said, you're going to see a different player this season? I guarantee I owe you one L.A. Ooh. He was making a lot of guarantees. That's true. So he hasn't looked like somebody that stepped up. I think he's <laughs> lost a step in his game, and it's. I think it's mental. I think if they lose again and he's part of the reason why they lose, I think he is. I think the main he, reason? I think he's probably going to be out of L.A. I think they may look for a trade and look to build a team around Kawhi and just focus on that because, you know, guys like um, like like uh, like Reggie are, are playing way better than him, uh. you know. So I don't know. I don't know. Here comes KD again. Another three. 
Oh, missed it. So they are down by two points. And 20 seconds left on the clock. We got Middleton driving in. Oh, oh they just got the clutch steal. Middleton with the foul. KD wow. is going to the free throw line. Oh, my gosh, Why guys. is that ball not in Giannis's hands? That's, That's what true. I want to know. Middleton going one-on-one -on -one against KD. KD? Oh, oh, he passed to he him. Oh, he did. He put it right in the oh bread basket. Gosh. But wow. Giannis just missed it. I don't know. Giannis had the ball in his hand. A perfect pass oh by Middleton. Giannis just butterfingered that right now. Wow. That's a huge turnover by Giannis. And now we got KD at the free throw line. I wouldn't... Uh. Yeah, first free throw is in. Yeah. Wow, what a huge turnover. That ball was right in Giannis's hands, pretty much. Wow. Oh, my That's gosh. That's crazy. 15 seconds left. This is not looking too good. So, looking at the other series, um, the Joker uh, went Ooh. out, and he went out in not such graceful fashion. <laughs> that is true. He got ejected in the fourth quarter for a flagrant foul. But in my, well, in some others' opinion, they, they didn't think they should call it a flagrant, though. Well, what's your opinion? Um, a flagrant is more like a on purpose, I feel like. And I don't think he, he was trying to steal the ball from Cameron Payne. But, of course, it looked like he was just on purposely trying to slap his face. I think they should have never done that. And many people are saying the excuse because he's an MVP as well. Yeah, and I don't think it's even the MVP. So the way that the flagrant one and flagrant two are are differentiated, a flagrant one is obviously a very hard foul um, where it seems mm -hmm. like you're not making an attempt on the ball. And a flagrant two is when you are intentionally like trying to hurt somebody. I don't know that he was intentionally trying to hurt somebody. I think he was he was frustrated, yes. And uh -huh. he swiped and he winded up. He swiped very hard. But ultimately, he was going for the ball. It just so happens that he hit the guy in the face. I don't think that should have been a flagrant two. I think that's a terrible call. Maybe not by the uh, referees that were in the game right there because they did review it. But by whoever helped make that decision, that was a bad call. Because even though there was a wind up and all that stuff, wow. Giannis just missed a clutch free throw. And PJ Tucker running his mouth. God. <laughs> Tucker's just about <laughs> getting tough with Blake Griffin. My gosh, he's acting like a Patrick Pat, a Patrick Beverly right now. I no, swear. No, Tucker's a legit tough guy. Like these guys are not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Tucker has been arguing with KD though this whole series. They got some beef going on right now. Right now he's talking to KD, and KD's only at the free throw line. KD didn't do anything. It's crazy. This is a crazy game right now. Yep. Oh, there you go. Oh. Let this start with KD. I think I think this game is pretty much over. Yeah. But uh but again, so going back to that to that um Denver Nuggets series. So first of all, huge shout out to uh Jokic. He earned that MVP and he proved yeah. that he got his team very far even without Murray and without a full team uh, on his back. KD just missed a free throw, which is unheard of, but <laughs> 11 seconds left. If he makes one, they're down by four, so again, yeah. That's going to be tough. Mm -hmm. But um but I am surprised that Jokic got swept. Um, yeah. But not so surprised that the Nuggets got swept. I think, again, he's a, he's the MVP for a reason. But the Suns are looking good, man. Yeah. And once again, it was surprising that Jokic even beat the Blazers. Imagine the Suns, though. 
He still doesn't have Mary, guys. So, I mean, I'm not shocked that they even swept them. It's crazy. I'll be honest. I think that's a major choke job by the Blazers. The Blazers had mm -hmm. no business losing to the Denver Nuggets without Murray. The Blazers have Dane time. I didn't see no Dane time, but you spoke about it enough during your round one recap. The Blazers choked. But the Suns are looking like a finals oh my gosh. team. Yes, they are. So Denver was basically in the way of a runaway train right there. And Chris Paul has found the fountain of youth. Chris Paul's dropping 30 plus points. He had like 50 assists with like three turnovers or whatever that crazy stat was. Dude, when Chris Paul is on it, he is the best player out there, though. He's like the best captain and he has his mental game on it. Like, it's crazy. It, this is how the Suns are winning. And don't get me wrong, you got D-Book. He can score like 48 points. Aiden getting 20 rebounds. But Chris Paul is the main reason why that Suns team is even in the playoffs. And he's a big turn to this team. I am a huge Chris Paul fan. I've always felt he he's arguably the best leader in the NBA I thought the best chance that Houston had to do anything was when he was in that team. And he proved that when he when he took the Golden State Warriors to game six, then he got injured. And Chris Paul, the main difference is he's finally on a team with good enough talent that's running through him. In the Rockets, James Harden is not the greatest teammate. At James all. Harden was still just, just going nuts out there and pretty much playing iso ball for 20 seconds of a 24-second <laughs> shot clock. Pretty much. Having Chris Paul on his team. Like, dude, give the best point guard in the world the ball. It's going to find its way right back to you. But that's not the type of player that Harden is. And now in the Suns, notice how Devin Booker has learned how to play without the ball. Notice how Devin Booker knows when it's time to take over. Notice when Chris Paul knows when he's got an advantage on a switch or on a pick and roll. They're playing like a team. So this is a very dangerous team for whoever they face next. I feel like this is the Clippers again. Think about it. You got Chris Paul, who is developing a, a great upcoming center. You got Chris Paul with a second man to help him out, an all-star, you know, to settle things if he's a little, if he's struggling a little. And I think Chris Paul is, is the best leader. Not arguably, is. And I think this is different than the Clippers because... There's a big difference when you've got a couple of guys that are all-stars, but the ability to create your own shot, such as a Devin Booker, is a huge weight off Chris Paul's shoulders because giving the ball to Blake Griffin, it's just not the same thing back in the Clipper days. And by the way, this game is over. 114-108, <laughs> Brooklyn, Brooklyn taking this win. Brooklyn now leads the series 3-2. to two. So I wonder what's going to happen at game six now. Yeah, I will tell you this much. Kevin Durant came to work. Mm -hmm. Kevin Durant went <laughs> off. Harden did not do much at all. But again, just having him out there, I guess that that allows, you know, Kevin Durant to not be double teamed. And it puts that, that superstar body out there, even if he doesn't perform. But Steve Kevin Nash Durant just gave him out. a hug right now because <laughs> he knew that guy just carried his team. Steve Nash was like, oh, come here for the hug. Uh, let me high five these players. Yeah, 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 whatever. Give me a hug, man. You just helped my team lead in the series 3-2. to two. All we got to do is win the next game, and now we're in the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, Eastern Conference Finals. My Four. apologies. So listen to the stat line. 49 points, 17 rebounds, 10 assists. Oh, my gosh. He played gosh. all 48 
minutes of the game. Wow, I mean... Durant did not sit down. <laughs> that's crazy. That's, a, that's the exact definition of a carry right there. If your next superstar scores three points and you score like a 50, you win the game, you play the whole game, that's the exact definition of a carry. Right I, I mean, where was that? I mean, they could have used that a couple of games ago. I mean, it's hard to just do that at a, do that every single game. Me too. I got it. I got you. I got you. But, I mean, but that's shoot. that's the, he's got that that level of talent. You know, again, I'm not even gonna hit on it much, but I thought LeBron had at least one of those games in him where we could win. <laughs> you know, without AD, but that's the type of players these guys are. And and again, Durant is the best scorer in the NBA, so I'm not surprised. Um, what I am surprised about, though, is that the Atlanta Hawks have tied the oh, series yeah. against the 76ers, who are also a candidate for the reaching finals. the finals. You mm-hmm. know, so what are your thoughts on that? Uh, that's on that's Trey Young. That's a great young team, though, in general, the Hawks. And I don't want to go too ballistics here, but I think the Hawks have the potential to beat the 76ers. They have great potential on their team. It's it's crazy. They got Young. They got Capella. They got Collins. And they got some role players there that can help them out. And, it, and yeah, I think they can easily beat the 76ers. Well, not easily. Well, not easily. Sorry. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I mean. Look at Steve Nash's hug. <laughs> that, was a, that was like, oh, my God, you saved my job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, uh, Troy Young just... He's he's absolutely amazing. It's it's crazy that it's just you know who who I felt woke up Trey Young because Trey Young is good, but I've never seen him be this good. That Knicks series where he got oh spit my on, gosh, yes, and they they were just saying you know all type of stuff to him. They won one game and they were just thinking that he <laughs> was trash, and he was like, "Wait till you come to Atlanta." Ooh. That woke up a different level of Trey Young that I had not seen before. And we're witness to it now. Trey Young can score whenever he feels like it, and mm-hmm. he is in control. And if you don't have some type of a defender that can at least make it tougher for him, he's going to go off. And mind you... They have Ben Simmons guarding him, who's pretty big, actually. He's like a small forward. defensive first team. Mm-hmm, that ben too? Oh, Simmons. my gosh. Ben Simmons. I think... Trey Young has released the beast inside of him. The I don't know. Beast. Something's off here. And, and of course... Um, Embiid has is, is, is got nagging injuries. He's always on the floor. Yes. Something's always happening. So I don't know what the deal is there. But we'll see because um, this could be an upset. I mean, the 76ers are not supposed to lose to the Hawks. Now, then again, the series is tied. Yeah. And I find it very difficult for the Hawks to pull off two more wins against the 76ers. That is true, but you never know. You just never know. I mean, once again, I think the Hawks have great potential and imagine if they even start using Collins, you know, to get 20 points and 20 rebounds and all that crazy stuff. I mean, I don't know, man. I think they have the potential to beat the 76ers. But once again, I don't want to go too ballistics here. It is tied. I mean, they have to pull off two more games. So we'll see what happens there. There you go. All right. So um, that wraps up kind of uh, all of the, uh, the current uh, round two matchups. Um, we also want to get quickly through the, uh, announcements. So after MVP, we also got the announcements of NBA first team, uh, all defensive team. So, um, do the honors. 
Uh, so for the first All NBA, the All NBA first team, we got Giannis Antetokounmpo, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, and Kawhi Leonard. And Giannis had a unanimous vote. There we go. I have no complaints over mm-hmm. that first team. Um, however, I will tell you this much. You know, it's surprising to not see LeBron there. It's surprising to not see, you know. Dame Dalla. Dame. I mean, go ahead. Give us the second team. The second team, we got Joel Embiid, who, mind you, was an MVP candidate. Ahem. <clears throat> <laughs> so I think he should have won that spot, that first team spot over Kawhi at least. But we got also LeBron, Dane Dollar, Chris Paul, and Julius Randle. Julius Randle, All mm-hmm. NBA second team. That's big. And I don't know if there's some New York voters there, but that is big. But you're right. I'm surprised that Joel Embiid, who was supposedly an MVP candidate along with uh, Jokic and with Curry, is not part of that first five All-NBA. I think that injury hurt him more than people think. Yeah, and I think I want to hit back on the Randall. He got there because of that coach, man. That coach has turned yeah. the Knicks around. It's been crazy. It's yeah, like... Tim Thibodeau, uh, Thibodeau is, a, is a great coach. Yes. Great coach. Unless he gets a, a an entitled superstar, then that may not be good in New York. But we'll see what happens. Um, third team, go for it. Third team, we got Bradley Beal, Jimmy Butler, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, and Kyrie Irving. Irving. So that's interesting because did you see James Harden anywhere? <gasps> oh my gosh. No. And no. did you see Anthony Davis? Oh no, I got a bigger one for you. Kevin Durant. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, hey. No, no. I do not see a Kyrie Irving here. No way. No. Over Kevin Durant. No way. Well, I no wonder way. who played more games at this point. That. Who? K- KD probably. Cause I this... don't know. Look it up because they took turns on being absent. <laughs> like, wow. Irving was, I don't know. So Kevin Durant stuff. didn't even make it to any All-NBA team, first, second, or third. Neither did James, James Harden. Harden. So, I don't oh know. Oh, gosh. I don't this know. This is wild. I mean... And Kyrie actually wasn't injured all year when you think about it. He just he, was he just out for personal, personal reasons. problems. Which so means weird. he was probably the most consistent player on the Nets. Because KD was out with injuries. Harden was out with injuries. And Kyrie was only taking personal time off. And that's why... Um, I forgot to say this in my All-Star episode. But I had thought, like, wow. I feel like KD's the most overrated player right now. They're giving him a captain MVP... This guy has missed, like, 20 games. He's not consistent, though. And don't let me wrong, his popularity can get him anything, really. But he's not consistent with his injuries. And like you said, I guess Kyrie was just more consistent. Yep. So we also had the All-NBA defensive teams. So um, let's pull that one up. Let's see here. Oh, there he is. So for the All-Defensive first team, we got Giannis... We got Draymond Green, Rudy Gobert with a unanimous vote as well, uh, Drew Holiday, and Ben Simmons, who's guarding Trey Young, <clears throat> with a unanimous vote as well. Maybe that's why James Harden's having such a hard time. You've probably got Drew Holiday on him right now. That is true, but Drew Holiday is a point guard too. <laughs> yeah. He could play shooting guard, but he's a point guard. I don't know. Yeah, well, well, James Harden is playing point guard right now. Who's the second team? 
Uh, for the second team, we got Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid, Kawhi, and Matisse Thibel, guy from 76ers. There we go. It's an interesting one. There you go. So those are kind of the uh, the significant awards to end the season. Obviously, Jokic was the uh, MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, who was the Defensive Player of the Year again? Defensive Player of the Year was... Let's see here. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Did they even name one yet? I don't see one here, though. Really? I don't really see a Defensive Player of the Year. Who do you think? Oh, should... no, no, no. Rudy Gobert. Sorry, guys. Okay. Rudy Gobert wins the Defensive Player of the Year. For what? The third the time? third time. Wow. I believe it. He's guys a showstopper. A He's guys a showstopper. All right, so um, let's wrap up with uh, you said something about LeBron changing the jersey number. <laughs> I mean, I think people are going way too far about this. Everybody's saying LeBron's going to go back to his heat ways. He's about to dominate the NBA. No, he's not. Just because he's <laughs> number six. Like, no way. No, he's not. He's going to get a whole lot of jersey sales, I'll tell you that much. Yes, he is. Because people are going to be able to get a new jersey with the LeBron James name on it. And, you know, it's it, it reminds me of Kobe, but Kobe did it in the middle of his career. Yeah. LeBron's LeBron. doing it at the end of his career. And No, LeBron's complicated, though. He's switching 23-6, Yeah, but I also think it's because um, Anthony Davis wants his number 23 back yes. as well. Um, and I don't know. I think when it's all said and done, do you think the Lakers will retire LeBron James' number? Oh my gosh, that's hard. Is he like a Laker or is he kind of a guest? <laughs> that's hard, man. I mean, my opinion, I think he's a Laker though, because it's kind of. It's so you think multiple? Of... You think multiple teams will retire his number? Because you know the Cavs <laughs> are gonna retire his number for sure. Miami is. You think Miami is too? Yeah, yeah, definitely. He just gave Miami rings since like two thousand six. And, like, six years later, he finally gave them, like, two more rings. <laughs> That's true. All right. So, you think he's going to get his jersey retired in three teams? Well, he, he'll probably be the first player ever to do that. That is true. Yeah. I think only the Cavaliers are going to retire his number. Only the... No, yes. Miami has to put respect to him. Yeah, but I still think it's only going to be the Cavaliers because... And I think the Caval- I think the Miami Heat and the Lakers are going to kind of respect that. And not, you know, try to take credit for LeBron because LeBron is known as a Cavalier. When it's all said and done, I mean, that's true. You know, he bounced around a lot, but ultimately, I think he's a he's a cavalier. I'd say the Laker part, yes. The Miami, I don't know about that though. I mean, he was so big on that Miami team, and I don't know, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> and as a Laker though, it feels like the kind of same situation as Wilt Chamberlain. Obviously, nobody knows, but. They retired his number, right? And he only gave them one ring. <laughs> That's true. You know what? That's true. There's actually been a couple of um, Laker guests. Because even Abdul-Jabbar started his career somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure he's got his jersey retired with the Bucks and with the Lakers. Yeah, so. and the Lakers, I mean, with LeBron, LeBron finally gave them glory. And I think they needed that for a while. I mean, since 2010, they haven't had championship glory in a while. I mean... They just ended it right now. Don't get me wrong, but and I think I think the Lakers, I think the Heat really will retire his jersey. Lakers is questionable with me. Cavs is a guarantee. I think. Got it. All right. So um. But wait, wait, wait. one more question. Wait, just bef- just to end it off here. 
do you think LeBron's gonna be retired in a team that he was that he didn't play for, like M- Michael with the Miami Heat? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think not yet. I think maybe twenty years later when his not yet. I think not at all. <laughs> I don't know because I don't think that happened right away when Michael retired. I think Michael, like you, almost gotta you kind of appreciate the great ones way after they're done. I think True. while they're still there, there's still plenty of hate and plenty of, you know, he can't do this, he can't do that. I mean, then Kobe went through it too, though. Yeah. I think the Mavericks did it for him. Yeah, the Mavericks did it for him as well. Yeah, I think that's just that's respect. And, and yeah, I think there, there's going to be some of that for LeBron. But, you know, I don't know. I think, obviously, Kobe passed away. So that's a different thing there. True. And um, with LeBron, the the problem is... There's only 123 that people remember, no matter what. If LeBron wanted that type of respect, he should have had a different number to start his career. <laughs> that, which is probably Cause, six. Because <laughs> what's the point of having multiple 23? There's, it doesn't make sense. There's 123 that the history of basketball will always remember. Which is Michael Jordan, always. That's I mean, it. yeah, I don't know, though. LeBron is right there then behind Michael. And don't get me wrong, he changed it, but yeah, that's my opinion. All right. Thank you guys for listening to Hoops R Us. I mean, this was a very exciting episode. So much drama, and don't get me wrong, there's way more drama to come. And me and my dad are going to do the Hoops R Us for the rest of the season. So you'll be hearing from my dad a lot, my new co-host for this whole season. (laughs) And yeah, thank you guys for listening, and hope to see you soon. Later, guys. Later. Thank mm-hmm. you.